Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Good morning. Good morning. Which, Which is Wednesday, Wednesday the 17th of March. March. And of and course, course uh, April, April is coming. coming. Many, Many things, things are going to happen, happen in, in April, April in our, in our ministry. ministry. Primarily, Primarily, we are, are registering, registering those, those that, that are coming, coming to rekindle the, the flame. flame. So if so you're planning, planning to go come, come to rekindle the, the flame, flame you got to get into, into a website, lightering.com, and register. register. It's, it's uh, July 7, 8, and 9. Is that it, John? 7, 8, 9, and 10th of July. It's actually a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday. And of course, we threw that Saturday night, and we're looking forward for you to come and share with us. So many wonderful things are happening. By the way, we're heading to Brazil July uh, uh, the 31st for a whole week of ministry in Brazil, in Rio, north of Rio, in small churches. And, of course, uh, we're heading to Juiz de Fora, Pastor Wesley Nascimento. We're going to be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for four services. This morning, I want to talk to you about what's happening in our ministry, we have been blessed by finding this material. It's called Fresh Encounter, and it's by uh, Henry Blackbee and Claude King. And uh, we're going to study revival and spiritual awakening in the coming coming month, the month of uh, April. So in the month of April, it's all about revival, all about understanding revival, the components of revival. <clears throat> and of course, we are using other materials also. But primarily, uh, uh, Henry and Claude, these two brothers in Christ, who are going to share with us to their material. Today, I'm taking the Bible study uh, into a topic that in, in, this, uh, in this fresh encounter manual talks about spiritual awakening. Of course, you know, uh, I want to tell you, I've, uh, I'm actually originally from Brazil. We've been here for 55 years, 56. I mean, it's going to be 60 pretty soon. And so most of my life has been in America. But as I grew up as a child in Brazil, I was a part of a revival, a wonderful revival that brought thousands to Christ. My father was a was a component of that revival. He was someone that uh, 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 was uh, respected for revival. I remember one of the general conferences of the Methodist Church in Brazil, somewhere in the state of São Paulo, or somewhere there. There were five, six hundred people inside of an auditorium, and. Uh, and when they heard that there was a group of Americans in the back, and they mentioned the name Bonfim, they all got up and threw their Bibles in the air and began yelling and screaming. And, uh, of course, I knew it was not to do with me. It was about my father. Why my father was well known in the area of evangelism? Because he was a part of a revival, a move of God. So it's not much so about my father, but a move of revival. And so... In this series that we're going to have 
I have a, a tape. It's a cassette tape. And in it, there are eight or nine examples of what God does during revival. And he is, uh, my father is telling the stories of that revival. I hope that you have it, John, somewhere. And uh, I hope you have that tape by my father. And, uh, and uh, I'm talking to John. <laughs> John Dunn. And so I, I really believe that listening to those stories, uh, and I'm going to put his voice on the, on, the, on the air, and I'm going to translate what he's saying. And it's going to be an interesting experience because this seat, this tape, this cassette is about uh, 1980. So it's, uh, that's 20, that's 40, 41 years old. But since it is from the mouth of a man of God, telling the stories of revival, so the month of April will be an interesting month. All our teachers throughout the spectrum will be teaching on this subject. All the topics will be on revival and awakening. So let's begin. And the first thing on this, uh, on this commentary, so those of you who teach at Lot of Rain, we're mailing one of those to you as soon as it gets here. Amen? It'll be, it'll be uh, 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 Federal Express. And in the beginning, the first page, you open it. After the contents, it says spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening. And uh, I don't know if you uh, like to take a look, John, but it's spiritual awakening. And I'm going to teach from this this morning to help you understand what's happening and what the Lord is doing in us. Amen? Amen. 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 So the month of April, look forward to the month of April because it will be a very interesting month. The scripture for this spiritual awakening is Acts chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. Acts chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. Open your Bible on that. It says, Repent ye therefore, reading for the King James, and be covered and converted, that your sins may be blotted out when times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus, which before was preached unto you. And he shall send Jesus, which before was preached unto you. This is talking about the second coming. Uh, Preach unto you, which the prophets did, wasn't it? And, and, and And as well as the public ministry of Christ in Israel for some three and a half years. Prophets. If you remember, during the ministry before Pentecost, during the ministry of the disciples, an event took place inside of the of the temple courts. 
There was a division inside of the temple courts, from the courts of, of the, from the courts of the Gentiles in the courts of the women. And on and on that on that division there was a wall. It's like a gate to get in into the temple, inside of the courts, into a, a large area of the of the of the holy temple. And in that area there was a division, a division. And uh, Peter found a man there who was crippled from birth. By the way, before I begin, continue, let me say to you, crippled from birth simply means a wonder. A wonder. Because the ligaments and the muscles and the bones had to be recreated. So it's a wonder. So what is a sign? A sign is return to that which it was. You're sick and not sick anymore. But a wonder is creation. And so Peter had just healed a crippled man at the temple gate. And a crowd came running to see what was taking place. Peter preached to the crowd, invited them to repent. And he said, times of refreshing might come from the Lord. And many did. Many who heard the message believed in the number of men. Now, that's another interesting thing. It don't count women. Number of men was about 5,000. So what is a spiritual awakening? How do you define a spiritual awakening? It's when healing, supernatural move of God occurs. Now, let me, let me go back maybe 20 years, 25 years. Uh, we were at the auditorium. ABI Auditorium. Auditorium da BI. Downtown Rio de Janeiro. Very close to the Opera House. The area is called Cinelandia. And a woman came to the altar for prayer and she was blind. And I remember I prayed for her. The following two, three weeks, as we uh, uh, the following week, as we returned to that auditorium again, our trips in those days were fourteen days. She came to give a testimony that her eyes returned to her, and so a spiritual awakening is a response to the move of God. Now it's obviously that this man was known throughout Jerusalem because 5,000 people. Now, Peter is the estimator of the crowd. He's saying 5,000. He means 5,000. He's not exaggerating. But that didn't count women. So you can say a good seven, 8,000 people. That's a lot of people. Now, what really are what are we actually been doing the last I'd say say five years? We've been working on a book on prayer, and we've been studying that book on prayer. And the study of that book on prayer has led us to pray for thousands, and God has done a mighty thing. 
So let me ask you this. Are we at RBM in revival? Well, we prayed throughout 220. God supplied all the needs in 220. We have been blessed by the Lord. Uh, there's a response to uh, uh, my sister Betty McKinney taking a sabbatical for a year uh, to rest. And not, not hundreds, but I'd say a good, a good large amount of people have responded with a gift so Betty could be taken care of during the year of 2021-22. Uh, uh, remember, she lives in April. She'll be back in April next year. Now, Amen? Now, what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you is, is that God has been in revival with us. We have been in revival for this last year. Why? Because we have a prayer ministry. I, I want to do something. John, can you take that board from me right here? And uh, uh, I want to show you what we do for an hour every single day. Every single day, Monday through Fridays, we pray. And uh, I want to show you this. Uh, here are the names of the people that we've been praying for. Do you see it? Now, we're praying for them. We're praying for Brazil. We're praying for people that are sick and they're ill. I mean, we're praying. We're praying. We're praying. So there's another one of these boards somewhere that we pray. And the more we pray, the more God blesses. us. The more we pray, they are being blessed. So, since Dino Cates came to Athens with the concept of the war room, we have been in revival. You probably, you probably think that revival is when everybody cries, everybody goes forward, and everybody uh, repents of their sins. Well, we have repented of our sins this last year. We have preached salvation this last year. We have uh, prepared to the mission field this last year. And so, this last week, a week, we opened the door. The door in Brazil opened for us to go to Brazil. And I want you to know that we have 22 people. We could have 25 or 30 people on that trip. But the trip is closed. We can't have more than 20, 25. There's no beds in Brazil available. And, and, and they don't fit on the bus. Amen? And so, many who heard the message believed. Many didn't believe, but many heard the message. So, what? type of message is that that caused so much commotion? What type of message is that that woke the city of Jerusalem? Now, Jerusalem has 6 million people today. Is that right? Around there. That's the population of the country. In those days, it would have been much less. Maybe maybe 1,000 or 2,000 or 10,000 or 20,000 with all the cities around. But I can tell you that a lot of people heard the healing. I have silver, I don't have silver or gold, but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, arise. And so spiritual awakening, it is a preparation for what God is going to do in the lives of those involved. It begins with awakening. 
But it's much more than that. Much more than that. Now, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. I want to read this. They divided themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miracles signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions in good in goods, they gave to anyone who had a need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily to those who were being saved. Acts 2, 42-47. That's a lot of scripture. And, and so we need to stop a little bit and start dissect it uh, uh, in small amounts so you can have an idea. You see, we live our lives as, as a person that gets up, takes a shower, goes to work, come back home, cook a meal, eat the meal, go to bed, get up again, and repeat that every single day. Saturday and Sunday we don't do much. Go to church and that's about it. And so life can be in a standstill. Basically, life is very, very unaffected by a spiritual awakening. But on, verse chap- on chapter 2, verse 42 to 47 of Acts, you're going to notice that uh, there are many elements in here that when applied to your daily living, it affects your daily life. And so what I did was I marked down all that I'm doing on this verse. Me in it. I want to see what I'm... Do I, am I a part of, of this verse? Is something in this verse happening to me? Okay, let's take a look. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship. So we're in the Word every single day, and we have fellowship every single day. We, 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 we talk to people. We minister to people on the phone. We pray for people. Yesterday I was sitting in my office and there walked in a, a six foot five hunk of a man uh, in shorts wanting prayer. You know, I said, yes, sir. I'd be glad to pray for you. So, so we pray for him. And uh, uh, that's a normal day. Now, the breaking of the bread in prayer to the breaking of bread in prayer is eating a sign of revival not really but fellowship in breaking bread together as we do it downstairs you know one of the things we do at RBM is I buy lunch uh, now and then and we eat and we sort of fellowship with each other and we have communion with each other that's part of revival that's part of awakening. You can't be by yourself locked up inside of you eating your sandwich in the dark. 
You gotta be with others and, and see what they're eating. I usually take a sample of everybody. Now, there's a pastor in our midst called Kyung Kim. Uh, you probably will meet Kyung Kim. And Kyung Kim brings lunch and breakfast every time he turns around. I mean, he's the number one man to find food on the way to Atlanta every Thursday. He scouts the area and he finds it. And before too long, he pays for it through, uh, on, <laughs> through the internet and pass by and pick it up. And I heard him, we're eating and we're fellowshipping. Mm, thank you, Kim. Thank you. Mm, thank you, Kim. It was just a part of our day. Now, also here can be interpreted breaking of bread as communion. I don't know really the meaning of, 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 of 242, but I suspect that there is communion involved. If you look to, to channel 113 on TV, that's the channel of cowboy movies, and, and, uh, and Joe Namath tried to sell me some other type of, uh, of, 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 of care, you know. He wants me to sign with this company. Mr. Joe Namath, I'm tired of you. <laughs> and then, chapter 114, uh, channel 114 on my TV is, uh, is the Catholic channel. <laughs> and communion. And they do it so holy and so righteous and it's so beautiful. But if there's no awe, if there's no wonders and miracles done by somebody... It's not really something called spiritual awakening. So the regular life is interrupted by miracles. So that is why we pray every morning to the people that are ill. And we are annoyed with all. We pray, we cry out to the Lord for their lives like we did this morning. And I believe that that is what keeping us alive in Christ. Because we are praying, we are filled with awe, and many wonders and miracles are being done. Another thing that is part of this verse, all believers were together and had everything in common. How many times has uh, Betty McKinney brought me lunch? How many times I brought lunch to Cindy? How many times John brought me lunch? How many times Kim brought me breakfast? So if you're going to talk about sharing, we have done it. But it's not really specifically uh, all believers were together and had everything in common. How many offerings come for Brazil to feed the hungry? How many offerings come every day to help Betty with her sabbatical? How many offerings come every single day to bless, uh, uh, pay the budget, pay the salaries? Pay, pay. John has three children. Jace, Alice, and Liana. And they are little children. They have to eat. They have to take... In other words, John has to take care of them. And then Tara. John don't eat much, but everybody does. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is that thousands were influenced by this testimony. They could It wasn't really the miracle per se... It was actually what they were doing even before the miracle took place. You, you, the Bible doesn't tell you when the miracle happened and the 5,000 heard the word. The Bible only tells that, that what they did before the miracle. Look, 
There were signs and wonders by the apostles. So there were many people healed, including the crippled men. You have to take the scripture and sort of a spread it out to see what it's really saying. Look, look at this. Every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts. When I read that, I said, well, wait a minute. I mean, we meet together in this room every morning. I mean, we meet together every Monday to Fridays we meet here. We discuss the things we need to do to continue to minister the gospel. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing that what we do is used by the Lord to touch thousands. I don't know if you know this, but this telecast that we have here at, uh, at Ustream, uh, when a lot of rain that you're listening to me this morning, is being viewed in China, being viewed in the, be, behind the iron courts, being viewed in Germany and Europe, being viewed in South America, and, and being viewed in the United States. Now, God is performing signs and wonders because I'm telling you there's a spiritual awakening that you have to understand how it operates. Now, other thing too, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone who had a need. How many people give to RBM throughout a year? How many gifts come in? Every day there's five, ten envelopes a day. It takes a full-time person to take care of it. It takes somebody on the computer feeding the information and, and sending a thank you note. And so you're selling, you're selling, you're selling, and you're sending your tithe to RBM so we can take care of the needy. I can tell you that, though. RBM does not uh, have excessive salaries. Our, our main concept is 80-20. 80% is given unto others. 20% we pay our bills and pay our families. That is available through the Internet. Just simply just go to Lateran, RBM, Rick Bonfin Ministries, and, you, and check our finances, and you can see it. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. Now here's something else. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They just kept on doing the same thing. Then they took bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. They broke bread in their homes. In other words, they brought to the temple what the people need in the needy need. Then they went home and they ate what they had. By the way, for those of you who are helping me with the food situation... My refrigerator is empty. So if you're going to bring me food, please do. Bible study in Atlanta. Please, I need some meat. Thank you, Jesus. Praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. We have the favor of thousands. Why? Because we minister to them. There's a man in, in, in Iowa that I love dearly. He works hard every day. He works from home every day. He has a, a, a very, very gifted heart to the youth of the church. He sends an offering every single month. And we're so grateful. I talked to this man yesterday. So grateful to him for so many years working hard to serve the Lord so we can feed the hungry. 
Now, the result of all of that that I said to you, that really is, is part of the spiritual awakening, is the end of chapter, uh, ch- chapter 242, verse 47. And I want to read to you, because it's an interesting, interesting verse. Uh, verse chapter 2, verse 47. Amen. Am I finding it? Is that 2? I'm sorry, 247. Here, here we go. Forgive me my bifocals, but there it is. Well, I, don't, I don't see it, John. 47. And the Lord added... Now notice that the addition, (laughs) it wasn't the disciples, it wasn't the miracle, it wasn't the giving, it wasn't the food, it wasn't what they did, it wasn't their prayers, it wasn't their getting together, it wasn't their needing bread, it wasn't meeting together in the temple courts, it wasn't the signs and the wonders, the Lord added. When I saw that, I said, oh my goodness gracious, you know, it doesn't matter what happens, the Lord just adds. To their numbers daily. You know, I can see an angel in heaven. 5,665. 5,666. 5,667. 5,668. Eight, uh, ten hours of working. Angel 2, go ahead and take off. I, I'm tired. 5,679. The Lord is... Edit. Edit. Edit, edit, and he's adding. And the Lord added to their numbers daily. So it was a, daily means it was a time we had, two o'clock in the afternoon, to those who are being saved. The people who are being saved were actually were written down on the book of life. Muhammad Huhusar, Jerusalem. Muslim saved today. Abraham Ephraim saved today a Jewish. Philippi Caesarea healed saved today. And that angel is just writing down thousands. That spiritual awakening. I believe that right now hundreds are being saved. I believe that right now many of you are coming to know Lord Jesus. I believe that right now many of you are being awakening to know that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is bringing spiritual awakening to America. The Lord bless you. Amen. Hey!